Asia Pacific currents. News and labour issues from the Asia Pacific region. We strongly condemn the, the police that arrest、uh, the protesters. Saturday mornings at nine o'clock on Community Radio 3CR. Workers of the world should unite to fight this greedy capitalist. Brought to you by Australia Asia Worker Link. Good morning, and welcome to Asia Pacific Currents. This Saturday, the seventh of September, you're listening to Community Radio 3CR. I'm Giselle Hanna, and I'm Pierre Moran. Well done. You got the day wrong for once, Giselle. Right, of course, not wrong. <laughs> That's right. Yes. Well, I got it wrong. Saying、oh, you were right. There you go. Saturday morning. This is what happens. But、uh, Asia Pacific Currents is brought to you every week by、um, Australia Asia Worker Links. And thanks to Solidarity Breakfast for that interesting program. And that song that you heard was Mia Dyson Tali Kang. I've actually been to that lake in Gippsland. Believe it or not, I've walked to it. It's a, quite a、um, Uh, famous little walk that that lake, bit of a story behind it. But anyway, that's not really the the point of this radio、it's、show. Always, it's always always nice to go off on your little tangents, the the tangents in the recesses of your mind. That's right. Well, that's what happens when you get a certain age,、uh, Giselle. You'll 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 get what there. What age you, is that? You'll find that a lot 70? of recesses. Have you cracked seventy yet? Well, I wish I was seventy. I'd be retired in some ways. But、uh, anyway, no, I'm、um, fifteen more years to go to that、uh, golden age. But anyway,、um, let's see. It's just on two past nine o'clock, and、um, on the second part of the program, we'll be talking to Sherry Huang, who is a、um, she works at the Moragan Workers Centre here in Melbourne. But she went to a、um, Labour Notes Solidarity Conference in Taiwan a few weeks ago, so it'll be very interesting、uh, to hear the report back and、um, what was、uh, discussed. So that'll be about quarter past nine o'clock. And of course,、um, Giselle, if you want to get in touch with、uh, Australia Asia Workerlinks and stop playing that Sudoku, will you? If you want to get in touch with AAWL, you can find us on the web or the W. You weren't expecting that. Were no,、you? I was listening and I was completely expecting it. I wasn't expecting to get insulted, <laughs> although I do get insulted every morning, every Saturday morning. So I don't know why I wasn't expecting that.、Um, the eyes just keep rolling. You in head. can find us at allthews.aawl.org.au.、Uh, We're on Facebook and Twitter, so find us on those social media platforms. We also do respond to messages. On Facebook, if you did want to get in touch with us that way as well. That's right. So we'll go straight to the、uh, main news items, and、uh, unfortunately, the first one is quite a, a sad one. Really, where this week an explosion at a fireworks factory in Batala, a town in Punjab state, about、uh, 500 kilometers north of New Delhi, killed at least 22 workers and injured more than a dozen other people. The explosion was so powerful that uh, it uh, caused the building to collapse. Authorities believe that this was an illegal、um, uh, fireworks factory that had existed for years without a license in a residential area.、Um, two years ago, a previous explosion had killed one worker. Unfortunately, this is not the first time a major explosion uh, has killed uh, many uh, workers at an illegal fireworks factory in India,、um, and it really shows the weak regulation. And enforcement、um, in that country, plus, of course, the weakness of、uh, unions. 
Well, it shows the yeah. The, I would phrase that a little oh, bit differently. Rephrase it. Come on, I know I can be better phrase. Come on, because the way that it sounded was that unions are inherently weak. It, it just shows that the the where the class struggle is at. So this story shows us that the class that the workers are very far behind in the class struggle, but unions is still a useful and I would argue necessary Essential. way. Of, way of organising in order to strengthen that. Yep, totally agree. Uh, We moved to yet another intensified struggle in West Papua. On Thursday of this week, Indonesian police accused human rights lawyer and well-known West Papuan advocate Veronica Komen in the spreading of fake news and of provoking widespread unrest in Indonesia's easternmost provinces. Veronica's crime? was to have filmed and publicised an incident in August that showed Indonesian police harassing and insulting a group of West Papuan students in the eastern Java city of Surabaya. This week, the Indonesian military, in a highly publicised move, sent in thousands of paratroopers into West Papua. With the recent unrest already having claimed six lives and internet access still cut in West Papua, there are fears that more people will be killed by Indonesian authorities. And, of course, uh, last week, I think it was... um, uh, we brought two weeks, ago. two weeks ago. We brought an update from uh, the uh, West Papuan Melbourne activist group uh, about what's happening there, and perhaps in a, a couple more weeks we can um, bring you a refresher, well, an update on what's yep. happening. Yeah, we'll certainly do. Uh, we now go to Bangladesh um, to their shipbreaking yards, where last um, week on Saturday, the thirty first of August. There was another major workplace incident um, at the um, in uh, Chattogram in Bangladesh, which resulted in the death of two workers. Were while um, 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 scores more were severely injured. The workers were working on the ship CLs Virginia at the Ziri Subedal shipbreaking yards when a heavy cable collapsed, hitting many workers. So far this year, 15 shipbreaking workers have lost their lives uh, at the Chattogrom um, uh, uh, beach. It is also not the first time uh, that this um, shipbreaking yard, the Ziri Subedal, has failed to ensure working conditions, which has led to other workers has been killed and injured. injured. Um, following the incident, local authorities ordered the temporary closure of the yard and investigations are ongoing. But unfortunately, again, this is um, very much uh, what you were saying, um, Giselle, about the state of the class struggle that um, we're really losing there. I mean, we know that they're organising really hard, but the repression is very severe. And in Bangladesh, the company SF Denim Apparel in Dhaka has kept up its vicious track record of union busting by terminating the services of over 700 workers in one day. These layoffs happened in mid-August as the workers were coming back to work after the Eid holiday. Close to 400 of these dismissed workers had been wanting to form a trade union prior to the holiday break. Five additional workers who were involved in union organising were actually dismissed prior to the break, while in 2018 the company fired over 100 workers, many of whom were trying to organise for a union in the workplace. I guess that really shows that despite all of the NGO activity around um, the garments industry in Bangladesh, nothing beats union organising and the repression is against that kind of work because even the bosses know that's the most effective, not this NGO rubbish. Mm-hmm. 
that people oh, do. Oh, that's, um, that's harsh, um, harsh words. Uh, them, uh, them's opinion. fighting words. Opinion. Uh, that's, that was an opinion oh, piece. Oh, editorialising. Yes, which we might agree, but uh, that's right. Um, where's the? Where do you put your effort to be more effective? Well, we go to Korea, to South Korea, where there's actually a bit of uh, good news. At the end of a seven-year struggle, the toll gate fee collecting workers won the court case and were recognised as direct employees of the Korea Expressway Corporation. The Supreme Court of Korea found that the labour dispatch in the corporation is illegal and the workers should be regarded as directly employed. The workers had been occupying the top of a canopy of a toll gate and staging a protest camp in front of the presidential house to put pressure on the corporation to hire them directly. And even while the court case was going, the uh, corporation, the um, the Espresso Corporation, was actually trying to establish a new subsidiary uh, as another subcontracting method. Um, So well done, comrades. In Turkey on the 30th of August, 14 dismissed Kargil workers with other labour activists held a protest outside the company's headquarters in Istanbul. This demonstration was to mark 500 days since these labour activists and members of the Tegjida-ish Union uh, were dismissed by Cargill because of their union activities. A court ruling two months ago found that their dismissal was illegal, but the company has a- appealed this decision. An international campaign by the IUF is supporting these workers. I think 500 days is about a year and a half, Giselle. That's um, a long time. A long time. Um, we now go to um, Bangladesh, Myanmar, where um, a couple of, of weeks ago, around 200,000 Rohingya refugees marked the second anniversary of the exodus into Bangladesh uh, by staging a mass protest on the border with Myanmar. As people realised, the Rohingyas are an uh, ethnic uh, minority in Myanmar who were forced out by the military, um, well, two years ago. The main uh, demand of this demonstration was for Myanmar to grant them full citizenship rights before agreeing to return to Myanmar. There are still almost a million Rohingyas refugees in Myanmar who fled the genocidal policies of the Myanmar government and its military over the last few years. The conditions for most of these refugees is very poor and Bangladesh has stated that we'll begin to forcibly return them uh, later this year. So we'll certainly have to keep an eye on this developing story. In Japan, a new law has now come into effect that will create a new visa system for hundreds of thousands of migrant workers to cover blue-collar jobs for a fixed term of five years. These new temporary workers will increase the 250,000 interns already in Japan. The Technical Intern Trainee Program was created in the early 1990s ostensibly as a foreign aid program to cover an increasing labour shortage. The scheme allows workers from poorer countries to work for up to three years as interns so as to learn advanced skills. The reality has been that workers in this scheme face widespread exploitation with a recent report stating that 70% of the employers who employed these workers failed to abide by labour regulations. Labor activists now fear that the new wave of migrant workers will also become a new underclass of exploited workers. 
that story is just so so common um, throughout the um, the the world where um, migrant workers are exploited, um, are becoming really a, a, a super exploited class uh, or section of our class. That comes the end of the um, of the news roundup. It's just on twelve past nine o'clock. We'll go to a couple of community announcements, and then we'll be back with uh, Sherry Huang to talk about the um, the Labour Notes conference in Taiwan that was held a few weeks ago. I am the tree The lean heart hungry land The fight to save the sacred Jaborong landscape from destruction at the hands of the Andrews Labour State Government is ongoing. Now, Jaborong women are bringing the voice and the spirit of the Jaborong Heritage Protection Embassy to the city. Join the rally at Parliament House to save the sacred Jaborong landscape from 8.30am until midday on Tuesday the 10th of September. If you can't join us there, tune in to 3CR at 10am for live coverage during the Koori Survival Show. Visit dwembassy.com. You're listening to 3CR Community Radio. Come to me sweetly, this love of great pain. It's just um, 13 past 9 o'clock. You're listening to Asia Pacific Currents, brought to you every week by Australia Asia Worker Links on your favourite community radio station, 3CR Radio. And as uh, we previously um, mentioned, we've, um, it's our pleasure to introduce Sherry um, Huang. Um, good morning, Sherry. Morning, how are you? I'm very good. And yourself? Good. Good, good, good. Now, um, now you went to, as we mentioned uh, before, you work at the Margaret Workers Centre here at Trades Hall in Melbourne, but you went to the Labour Notes uh, conference in Taiwan um, a few weeks ago. And, and maybe before we get into the specifics, can you just uh, give us a brief uh, description of what the conference was, how big and what were the main themes? Yeah, it's actually quite big. We just overheard about the conference information and then thinking might as well just um, using this opportunity to promote Migrant Workers Center's work and also be part of uh, the global union movement. And and so, um, who who were the participants? Like, how many? Um, how big was the conference? And were there mainly um, labour activists like you? Yeah, I think oh, approximately we got like more than three hundred participants from a different country like Japan, Korea, Hong Kong, Philippines, Indonesia, China. And of course, Taiwan. So basically, the, the participants is all from uh, Asia regime, but also because Labour knows is based in uh, America, so a couple of American were there too. So there was a real uh, concentration of the the regional uh, Labour activists, which is um, fantastic uh, to to hear. And um, if you were to say um, the, a couple of main themes that emerge, obviously from what you see, because it's always hard to know what goes on uh, on a whole conference, but what do you think the major themes that came out? 
I think it's a great opportunity for all the union uh, activists and then uh, unionists uh, to be together and to understand what each other doing, including the campaign they're running. Because um, different country, different policy, and then people are running different things. So it's a great opportunity for everybody to be there and then to understand each other and potentially that we can support each other and then link up with the allies as well. So, yeah. In terms of international organising, um, and we know that there are organisations right across the world who are very committed to um, organising internationally, but despite the commitment to this, overcoming some of the logistical and physical barriers to making it happen are still the issues that face the movement. Was that kind of a discussion held over the course of the Labor Notes conference? How do we actually move from good intentions to practical solutions for international organising? I think for me, because I can only you know speak from my own perspective, for me, because I'm running a lot of a temporary migrant workers campaign, and I think it's great that to understand individual countries, how they run it, because like Taiwan, for instance, like Taiwan, we host a lot of uh, migrant workers, but we don't understand the policies and then perhaps some barrier, how the union activists to you know, running a campaign to assist uh, to help uh, workers have uh, collective action. So, is that answering your question? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I, I mean, the the it's interesting that you talk about Taiwan, and I know that a concern for the Migrant Workers Centre here in Victoria is the number of workers, uh, whether they come in as students or they come in on different kinds of visas. But these people who end up in Australia. Um, as migrant workers and are desperately exploited in that role. Uh, what did you learn actually about um, the situation in Taiwan that leads to quite a number of um, workers coming into Australia in these uh, highly exploited conditions? I think like 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 you say, that temporary migrant workers are coming to uh, Australia these days is phenomenal. I mean, like... As uh, approximately, we're talking about nearly 2 million people coming in right now. And then they're all different uh, visa subclasses, like working harder visa and different restrictions. Like working harder visa, you can only vote one employer for six months. International student, you can only work like 40 hours per fortnight. So this is different restrictions. Um, attached with the visa subclasses. And then for us, it's so difficult to having uh, union movement happening for the um, temporary migrant workers. And then in particular, like, so for us, it's a good learning to see how people, like, um, what happened in Taiwan is they have four different countries that they every year they exporting um, people from their region to Taiwan and then working under uh, different industries. So of course there's uh, different policies and then uh, different restrictions as well. <clears throat> but perhaps we can learn from each other. Yeah. 
And um, that's right. There's all, you can always learn more. Now, in terms of uh, some of the um, uh, issues that were discussed in um, at, at the conference, did you pick up uh, any more knowledge, say, about um, some of the major um, strikes or developments, say, uh, in Hong Kong or South Korea or, or even China? Yeah, I find out there's a discussion because the panel is actually divided into different topics and with a limited time, we can only participate with a few. But I was in the uh, domestic workers panel and I find out it's quite fascinating because um, the Hong Kong, some, some activists from Hong Kong, they were there, they um, explained what's going on in uh, Hong Kong, especially for domestic helpers and the policy, and then they end up have a collective action and then gather, uh, finally campaigning to uh, fight for their holiday because, you know, the nature of a domestic helper is they stay in the same household uh, 24-7. They don't get the time to have a holiday or maybe even just go to church because a lot of them actually from Philippines. And then, yeah, so um, Hong Kong activist was share about her stories. And then later on, there's some uh, NGO from Taiwan explain what's happening in Taiwan. It's like it's become a competition between uh, Filipino and then Indonesian because obviously the different characteristics and different nature it become a competition that uh, lots of the Taiwanese household they think that Filipino know their rights better so they will more prefer Indonesian workers to work for them and so later on another Indonesian worker stood up and then explained the poor situation for them, the poor working conditions, and then she apologized. And that's the moment that I felt that the workers is so ready to be, to have an action to campaign for better rights, but um, potentially that the union need to have a more collective action together cross the border might help the, the whole campaign. Um, just to, um, I mean, that was a very interesting point that um, you made about the, the, the difference between various groups of workers and really the lack of organisation. So was this discussed from, obviously, from the panels that you went to, that we need to organise more or better ways to organise? I mean, was there a concentration of, yes, we know things are bad, but how do we improve them? Uh, the good thing about that panel, actually, uh, the very beginning of people just shared about their working experience and uh, what's going on and then how they're going to organising or what they achieved so far. And later on, they actually um, letting all the migrant workers there to come up a strategy, to come up an organizing, um, organizing plan, and then how, they, how can they link up with their uh, friends or other workers in Taiwan or in Hong Kong and then fight for the better rights. So I think the design of the panel is actually quite interesting. And then 
for us is a lot of a good learning because the voice is actually from the workers. It's not from the union organizer and trying to leading them or direct them. So, yeah. And so, again, talking about uh, leading and directing, so how did the uh, conference finish up? Because I think it's, um, from what I've read, it was quite a um, a new concept to have it in Taiwan and, and to have such a regional uh, conference. Uh, did people, like from who you spoke and who you saw, um, did people get ideas for future work, um, future collaboration? Yeah, potentially for us from Migrant Workers Centre, we successfully linked up with a couple of unions, local unions from uh, like Japan, Korea, or Cambodia. And then, so we were actually planning out trying to set up some sort of a network and then potentially we can uh, promote our work in Australia because we all working in the same, same area and Potentially, that, that that's our plan, but I'm not quite sure about other people. But um, yeah, there's a lot of a potential going on there. As a as a final um, question, um, do will there be another conference, or will there be more um, work that um, that will happen in, in that space? Like when the conference ended. Um, I'm not quite sure, but we just keep following up with a labor note. But however, our migrant workers center next coming year, next year maybe probably mid 2020, we talking about potentially we gonna organize um, a national forum as well, like to link up with Australian. Um, NGOs or individual academic or union, and then we can discuss a better way to organizing our migrant workers in Australia. Too. All right, well, thank you for that, Cherry, and for that um, report back. And we certainly uh, wish you all the best in uh, all your organizing efforts. Thank you, thank you so much for having me. No worries. All right, bye. Bye. Whether it's hip-hop, blues, reggae, jazz, opera, roots, curry or world music you're into, 3CR's music menu is serving it up to you. You're with Music Sans Frontières, music from around Australia and around the world. Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Great Voices. You're listening to Hit Sister Hop on 3CR 855 AM. Music matters on 3CR, 12 noon every Friday. Keep these diverse tunes on the air by subscribing to 3CR. Call 94198377. The newspaper shout, a new style is It is 26 minutes past nine o'clock here on Community Radio 3CR. You're listening to Asia Pacific Currents. There is quite a bit happening in our fine town of Melbourne at the moment. We're going to tell you about some demonstrations that are coming up that you should really get to. Um, the yeah, There's one today, Pierre, there's you should announce today. that. Yes, yes. Um, today at 11 o'clock, people would know the... The incredible story of the Tamil family from Bilaba in, uh, in in Queensland that's uh, really been going for years, but it's really like the last few weeks has been drastic, tragic, and an incredible act of repression by the uh, Australian government and the, the family. 
with the two young kids are basically um, just been in prison in Christmas Island. But it's, anyway, there's demonstrations all around Australia. But here in Melbourne, it's 11 o'clock at the State Library this morning in the centre of Melbourne. So get there. On Tuesday, uh, there is a solidarity rally for uh, the Japarung, the campaign around the Japarung. Um, that is at 8.30 at Parliament House. It goes from 8.30 to 12 o'clock, and I believe that is because Parliament is sitting at that time. And the activists want to maximise the pressure on this sitting uh, Victorian Labor government that is pushing ahead with the, um, the excuse me for editorialising, the uh, stupidity of um, still wanting to chop those trees down when a cheaper uh, option that adds only three minutes to the freeway, which would avoid chopping down the song lines and the heritage trees, is equally available to them. So that's Tuesday morning at 8.30. I do want to remind people, and we will continue to announce this up until the event itself, the 20th of September is the climate strike. Uh, It starts at midday, I think, in the CBD. So make sure you're making plans to walk off your job for um, that climate strike on the 20th of September. All right, and that's all that we have uh, today um, for you. I hope you've enjoyed that uh, news roundup of uh, Labor issues around the Asia-Pacific region. We'll be back next week with another uh, program of Asia-Pacific Currents brought to you by Australia Asia Workerlings. Stay tuned to 3CR Radio and to Palestine Remembered straight after this committee announcement. And it's goodbye from me, Pierre. And me, Giselle. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.